Hey everyone, welcome back to the second episode of The Blueprint. Today I'm joined by Johnny, the founder of OX16. Now, if you didn't know, OX16 are a streetwear brand that have been around for a couple of years now. They're primarily known for their character t-shirts that represent certain elements of youth culture. I think this podcast is really interesting though. The brand only started as a photography project for college. And then within the space of two years, Johnny has taken that to a brand that's selling out of thousands of units. Me and Johnny are also personal friends, probably better to say that at the start. We thought it would be a cool idea to do the podcast because stylistically and price-wise, Rivergold and OX16 are very different brands. So we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of pull our knowledge to give, you know, experience from two different parts of the industry. We speak about the importance and how to build word of mouth marketing for your brand, how to build a personality and like kind of lifestyle around your brand, Johnny's biggest lessons and like advice from the industry and kind of just his inspirations and why he wants to take the brand in the future. I genuinely think this is a really good episode. So enjoy. Let's just, right, we could just start from the start. Like 16, how did it start? How did it come about? Yeah, so I started it like mm, April... 2021 um but it was just from the back of the college projects because i was asked to i did photography at college and they basically asked us to do a project about community um that, that that was the only sort of guideline we had it was very vague and i ended up getting t-shirts printed with my postcode on that was the original design the burner design um i think i printed like five or six of them for a shoot and i just had a couple models in my local area and then one in the college studio and then I just, I had the t-shirts and I was like, oh shit, I actually want to, I started designing a couple more bits like a pair of jobbers. And I was like, oh, I want to actually make, make something out of this. Cause my friends were telling me they rated it. Um, so I, what did I do? I messaged, no, I was on TikTok one day and I saw this live and there's this girl with like 30, 40 K and she was just promoting people's clothes. And I ended up DMing her and I ended up becoming quite good friends with her as well. Um, and I literally didn't have an account for OX16 at this point. Like, it was just my college work. And she was like, oh, I'm making an account up and I'll just put something on my story saying, like, I she literally just put, like, a black screen, like, you know, when you, on the story. And yeah. it said, follow OX16. Like, yeah, so she just said, follow OX16, like, stuff coming soon. But her account was, like, really, really engaged. Like, she had, like, a quite a cult following. Um, what, is this 40k on Instagram as well? Or? No, no, she had like 10k. Like, it was a decent volume. It was a lot more than what I had. I had like probably 800 followers yeah, at that yeah. point. So that was like a massive leg up for me. The sucks. So I got like 300, 400 followers. Oh, so that's just a little, but they were all really engaged. Like, I think my first post got about 200 likes. So it was like, there was people there straight away that were interested. But I think a lot of the time when you do start something up, like you can post something cool. I'm... And market it well but you just don't really get that initial nah i literally boss. had like fucking 20 30 likes on my first yeah post, even exactly. I was, like, I was like my, my personal instagram like i had 2000 3000 followers anyway just because like yeah being a big sick form or whatever and when i first started posting i was like no i give a fuck really yeah exactly <laughs> but i that that was really beneficial for me because i was able to um like i wasn't doing giveaways at this point or anything like that but i think i i did the first post then did a I think I just I just used photos that I'd already taken for the projects because I had really nice photos. Yeah. So I posted up some of them, um, and then I did a shoot in London, I think, and then yeah, I dropped them like. It's still the same like initial T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, just this kind of T-shirt. Like I probably promoted it for about a month, and then in that month I probably sold maybe twenty. Um, and it's then a solid I, start. Yeah, and then I think I restocked it once again, and then. I just started doing other bits from there. Like I think I dropped. It was a Nos T-shirt. It was the first character T-shirt. Oh, right. That was straight after. Um, but I I dropped that, and I was thinking like, yeah, this is gonna do really well. Like I kind of used like a TikTok 
sort of aesthetic when it comes to like the, the trainees is wearing like, yeah, yeah. like the hyper BTNs, which were like, I saw them everywhere. I yeah, really yeah, wanted yeah. them. And I knew a mate had them trainers, so I was like, oh, like, I can get him to style it. Like I was thinking just like, what can I use around me to promote this and push this? Um, and yeah, I dropped that and it, it didn't sell well at all. Like I stopped like, because I'm the dynasty I designed myself, but the NOS graphic I sketched up uh, very basic and then got someone to do like a nice polished job. Um, and then, yeah, it didn't, didn't really get the reception like I wanted. Uh, so then I just stopped with the characters for a while and really- No, seriously, I, I thought it was like an always like no, no, no. the brands. No, so I, I did the, the NOS character and then I was like, okay, this is this is done decent. It's probably done as well as the Dino, but I think, I can't pull it up because we're recording on my phone, but I think in August I, like, so it's like four months after, because it, it took me a while to drop the NOS t-shirt because I was doing like, uh, I was using heat transfers at the time and I was just relying on my local uh, like print place yeah. to, to make these for me. Um, and they took about two months to make the transfers. And obviously I thought Seriously? I had to wait, yeah, it was a while. Um, and they charged me a load as well because it was quite a small order, I think it was in like 50. But yeah, as I was saying, I think in August like, I got like all the free sales and at one point I was selling the teams for like 14 pounds. Like I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted my money back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could release new shit. But yeah, that was a bit of a flop. And then I think, I can't remember, because I, I would only really drop one piece at a time, so it's hard to remember like the exact order that I dropped them in. But I think maybe it was the Marilyn t-shirt after that. Um, or, yeah, yeah, the, the Marilyn t, like that, that did pretty well. That was more like the, these were graphics I was just designing myself in Photoshop. That was more related to like the, the burners type style just like what was the inspiration behind that like just Marilyn Monroe's fit or like no no so well, the, the burner um the burner design was more just like oh I've, I've not really seen someone put a face in the phone yeah, yeah. and I, I liked the fact that um because initially when I was going to do the t-shirts it was literally just going to be RX16 like yeah. literally just like a simple font just so it's like a statement thing yeah and, yeah, then, yeah. and then the the shoot and the location would kind of tell the story for my projects yeah, yeah but then um I think I just I thought it was cool to place OX sixteen by Nokia. Would have yeah, been, I, like, fun, I yeah. just thought it was a nice touch. Um, what did you actually get on the uh, the college project you submitted it for? Did you get decent marks? On I that? failed. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I, I failed. I, I finished college and I got merit, but that project I failed because I think literally as soon as I started OX sixteen, like well, I had a job at Halfords before. I was earning like decent money, like like a mechanic. Or I wasn't a mechanic. <laughs> I was going to work on the shop floor, but they were like getting me to just fucking work on cars and shit because they were so understaffed. Yeah. Um, so I got a bit of money from there, started OX16. And as soon as I started, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna, this is what I'm gonna do. Like from that first drop, I was like, yeah, I knew that it was gonna go somewhere. I, I always had that in my head that I thought it was gonna, you know, like pay me well. And you know, there's gonna be like a long, a long term thing with it. The reason my grade was so shit is yeah. because I completely, as soon as I started at 16 and got that first drop, I was like, I don't need college anymore. I was right. like, I'm going to run a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, being being at a photography college isn't going to teach me how to take pictures. Like most people in that class just did it as like an easy option. Sure. Like they they like dropped out of one class because they didn't like it. So it was like, fuck it, I'll do photography. Because it was an easy course. So I was just so focused on the brand at that point. And I thought those pictures were so good. I was like, yeah, this is going to... But I didn't do any of the prior coursework explaining. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think I came out of college with a decent grade. But yeah, that that was actually my worst grade. It's, um, it's funny you mention that because like, 
I've said before, like a lot of my uni assignments I do about River God as well, like a marketing strategy, like for marketing, a module I've done on that. I do like a whole marketing strategy as my assignment. Yeah. I get shit grade on it. When I do it in real life and it actually works. So Yeah, exactly. And you're yeah. business. Like, yeah, it's a business degree. Like it's a, I think, yeah, like a lot of um the actual real shit you need to know you learn from just experience. You yeah, can't really no, exactly. I think like even just like I don't know, it might sound a bit stupid for me, but I would I would want to be taught business and business studies by someone who's had a successful business or currently has one or they've sold it to someone else like do you know what i mean like i don't want to be educated by someone that doesn't have a successful business that might be like i'm, I'm not really like no 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 i literally said this so i was doing a panel this panel talk last night and people were asking like what are like things that i don't like about university like yeah. like running a business alongside it and i was saying like um when you're taught by someone that's just been an academic, that's yeah, just done just taught by the book, yeah, and actually like it's shit. Like, would you would you go to swimming lessons from a swimming teacher that's never even been in the water? Yeah, like, exactly. Wouldn't? Yeah. So, and you can really tell there's there's a real difference because a lot of theory, like now that I've been doing this for like a year and a half, whatever, like a lot of the theory just just doesn't hold up in real life. Yeah, no, exactly. Like you're yeah. saying about the um the 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 girl that had like 10k on instagram but got you loads of engagement yeah that's like against everything they teach about influencer marketing at uni it's always exactly. you need the big numbers you need the big celebrities you need the big like aesthetic people but i've always found that just sending shit to people with so, yeah, three to four k yeah like um i think as well when you're first starting you, you you might not even have a product made at this point and you're reaching out to someone most people like these 200 300k sort of influencer type people they're not really going to want to promote something that isn't already established so if there's someone like like someone with 10,000 followers they, they could have just got 10,000 followers like overnight like that doesn't need to be something yeah. necessarily really worked hard for like when you've got like 200 300,000 follower type accounts they you know they might be doing modeling or they might be in a short film like there might be a reason why they've got that and they have this sort of public image where if you're approaching someone that's got like 10,000 followers that could just be a bunch of people our age that like think their outfits are cool yeah or, um, something like that or they might be a bit big on TikTok because of their outfits or you know they do videos where they're just talking about life experiences like random shit like that and they're way more approachable I think and they can actually do better no I, I always say this because they promote your shit because they love it yeah, they exactly. do it because they want to be a part of like the story they're getting they're getting gassed they get free stuff yeah they exactly that, that's, it's, it's just like a bonus for them right? okay, yeah, so when I, yeah, when I started I had you know a decent amount of cash and I was putting it into influencers that um the sort of people, you know, I'd pay them like a grand to wear something and then the next yes. week they'd be promoted Definitely super, super not. dry. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't give a shit about the brand. And there's one guy that, um, that I, I worked with that was so expensive. It was for the, the patch of these when I first yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't really get any sales from his content. And then like a few months later, my mate found um, him selling it on Depop for 20 quid. He bought it, didn't he? Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, you know what, like I don't want to... Like, I don't want people seeing that. For like, so I see people yeah. selling it on eBay and stuff for, like, like retail price now. Like, yeah, that's understandable. Like, they yeah, their money back or whatever. But 20 quid is just a joke. Yeah, especially Why would you not just keep it? For 20 quid, like, it's, it's like a 100 plus pound project. Yeah, was, like, at the time, it was like 120 I was sending them for. And, like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, he sent, like, two, obviously, like, each hoodie comes with three uh, three different patches. Well, yeah, all the patches as well. No, like, he just sent me, like, one, like, like, Two different sets with one of each set. So yeah. I don't know what the hell he did with the other patches. Maybe just do them away or something. Oh, he sent them back to you? Yeah, well, when I bought them. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, since then, I've just never paid for any promotion. Because, like, yeah, like it's, not, it's not real as well. Like, 
It doesn't work. People just spend. I think people for, at first were seeing Riverbond as a brand like Longsdale, like Superdrug was trying to like just pay, yeah, pay course, to be cool. Yeah. Well, it's just like have you got any like influence and stuff? I just send like people free shit or um no, not really. Like I've sent so we're already in Levinson right now, aren't we? Like um I had a mate who had like same same sort of following like ten fifteen k. But Leamington's quite local to where I'm from, like 0816 in yeah, Banbury, yeah. which is the town like 20 minutes away from the train, on the train. So yeah. I wanted to just sort of get it, I wanted to kind of strengthen it in my community because it's like, it's, it's called 0816, so that's that's such a big thing in your town to get behind. Like, there's not a massive fucking population in my town. Do you have like a big local following? Right? Like, do you get so many sales? Not really, not at all. Like, like my mum would be like, oh, Johnny, I just saw someone... In Banbury wearing your stuff, and I'm like, yeah, it'll be one of my mates, mum. Yeah. Like, no one in Banbury buys it, and I'm, I'm okay with that. But That surprised me, you know, I expected it to be, like, a lot of people. There have been a couple. It's it's mainly, like, in fucking Oxfordshire. Like, yeah. It, like, Oxford, like, my mate went to a rave the other day, and he saw three people wearing it. Oh, sick. Um, and someone came up to him, because he's like, Ben, he, he models for OCC all yeah. the time. And they were like, oh, do you own it? Blah, blah. And I'll get messages all the time, like, Someone was like, oh, I saw it in the fucking Isle of Wight. It's like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, I've had, I, I've befriended the guy now, like, a guy literally round the corner from my house bought a tracksuit for, like, 120 quid. Um, Did you know it was you? Like, no, well, no, we didn't know each other. I had no idea okay, who this guy yeah. was, but um, he, he was a sad guy. His name's Tom. Um, but, like, yeah, he was a really cool guy. Like, I just came and delivered it to him. And then I think when I was doing the shoot for the bags like he came and like he's quite tall like held up all the light and stuff he's just a sound guy yeah but people like there are a lot of people in my town that share it and stuff but i think i I don't know what it is i think maybe if you're from banbury and you're wearing your postcode on your chest i think that could be seen as a bit tacky maybe like to anyone else like there's still so many people that don't know that oh it's 16 it's just my postcode like there's no like meaning to it i mean there's a meaning because it, it it's rooted from a college project yeah and that was sort of that had some value but right now like that that's all it is it's just the postcode there's no like sort of fucking like, alter like ego to it. No, no 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 um so i think if you're from banbury you you know it's your postcode and uh, but to anywhere else you might know it's a postcode but who cares because it sounds cool like i reckon it's one of them things though where like and like if the brand is still going like strength to strength like five years everyone from bambi's going to want to wear it then yeah it's, like no, the black pride of bambi kind well, of like, i think i'm kind of getting that now to be fair like i think pe- like people in general they're not massively into fashion where i'm from yeah and a lot of people like not that they don't want to see you do well but they aren't massively like supportive i know what you mean like yeah. they and it was literally named off the postcode I, I thought it'd be something that people would really get behind and so some people definitely did but overall like no one really cares but i'm okay with that to be honest like my demographics probably mainly from london and i get a lot of orders from birmingham actually really yeah i got probably get a couple of orders from birmingham a day like when i'm like actually getting sales like the majority of from birmingham um and like if i was to check it on my phone like the like the following it'd be like london bristol birmingham liverpool like it is yeah mine like majority london as well yeah it's ever it's everywhere but i got a lot from leicester as well weirdly i don't know why leicester like and i'm always because i got like quite a lot of my mates at uni and i always think oh like am i gonna run into someone wearing it but it's not yeah, yeah. I, mean, it, I think yeah. my best bet to see someone wearing it would be in oxford 
because it's the smallest city, like yeah. closest to me, and there's probably about a couple hundred all the stuff for sure. So, but I'm yet to see someone wearing it. It's the same with you. Yeah, you've seen people wearing it. So, so I'm I'm from Banbury, um, and I live like well, Banbury's pretty small anyway. But I just live yeah. like a, in a small estate near. And um, this this would be the last place you'd see someone wearing a luxury fashion brand. Like people don't really give a fuck what they yeah, wear. Yeah. They just wear what they just wear what's comfy. Yeah. And then I just saw this kid, uh, like with his headphones in, like completely minding his own business. And I literally like stood, like blocked his path, and was like, "Hey, I know the guy that owns that." And he he was like shitting himself at first because I was like, well, "Why is this random guy stopping me?" Because I literally like went like this on his t-shirt. I know you grabbed his Yeah, bro. I was so gassed. Um, but yeah, I get people telling me all the time that they've seen people wear it, and I'm like, why am I not seeing people wear it? Yeah, I get that all the time. So my mates, especially when they're out in London or whatever, they're like, yeah. yeah I get people ask me where my, where my hoodie's from, and they're like, oh, I see people wearing everybody all the time. And it's like, fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I was in Bangor the other day. Uh, I mean, I lived. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was in town the other yeah. day. And I was literally just in subway with my friend, and um. A couple of kids just recognized my tattoo and was like, Oh, I follow that brand. And I was like, like There's like, Why do you have a tattoo on you? I was like, I own it. <laughs> yeah, and they, they were a gas They don't, anyone I meet that follows it, they, they don't, one, they're not wearing it. Like, I, I've met a couple of people that have owned, that, that own pieces. Yeah. And like, you know, it's come into conversation that yeah, I'm wearing yeah. it, but I've never seen someone that actually wear it, which is. I did have that for the first time the, um, the other day at this, this pop-up last weekend I did. Um, there was these two guys just chatting to me. They were like asking us questions. Like they knew about the brand, which is yeah, sick. Yeah, like yeah. it's always sick. Because like, I do a lot of the personal branding shit. You know, it's like, the best feeling when someone says like, oh, I, I know it or I follow it. Yeah. I've seen it at least. Like, it's a good feeling. It's, it's really sick. But I had like the first moment where I had seen someone I, I didn't know previously wearing it. So these guys were chatting to me, like saying, asking, you know, when my knit was coming out, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And the guy came back over and we're just chatting and he was like, oh yeah, and he lifted his jacket and had the River God logo there. And I was like, oh, that's so oh, sick. Oh, so you actually did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, that was like, like at the time I was quite drunk, I'm not going to lie. Cause oh, like, it was, yeah, you probably like, should have been sober too. Yeah, at the time I was gassed. Like, I was just like, oh, that is insane. Um, but that day as well, like, it was quite, it was quite, it was a good pop-up, but like, yeah. it was a lot of free alcohol for like brand owners. And like, got towards the end, I was just kept drinking so much because I was like, why not? And like trying to process orders, I kept like folding shit wrong. My mate spilled uh, a glass of prosecco all over, no, a glass of vodka all over the table. Oh shit! Was it all yeah, over the it stock? Got, uh, it didn't go on any of the stock, luckily. But like all of the the shopping bags that I do, oh, they're like, like all way at the bottom. So with one, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so professional luxury brand shit, you know. Um, yeah. So you sent stuff to like influencers. Yeah, like, like, yeah. smaller. They they probably them they themselves probably wouldn't call themselves influencers. They're just. They've obtained like a decent following that's yeah. fairly engaged. That's sort of more more tapped in than like your regular Instagram account, and I think that's been way more beneficial for me. Um, but I just want to say as well, like I think like say say if you're sending something to someone, like yeah, that's that's all well and good, and it can you know gain you a fair few followers and a fair few sales. But what I found is just giving pieces to your mates that are out and about a lot is really effective like no one's going to want to promote your brand more than one of your best mates like they if they get a question about the t-shirt they'll probably go up to people and say like oh yeah do you rate this t-shirt like this is my mate's brand yeah, my mate's the same. yeah. like that probably is the best form of promotion because it's like a walking and talking billboard yeah like, oh, sure. yeah, like word of mouth marketing especially in fashion is fucking huge man yeah exactly i'm gonna yeah, say as well like what's funny so i'm just gonna admit like so like we're mates, right? Yeah. Like, on, 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 like, a night out that we had together, I remember just 
I'll just go around, you're just showing everyone your brand, chatting and getting that yeah, spark flowing. Especially when I've had a drink in me, like, that's probably the first, I'll be like, yeah, my name, I'll, if someone asked me for my Instagram, like, um, when we met JJ the other day, yeah. I think I showed him my 16 first, like, yeah, I'm yeah. so quick to get that extra follower. Yeah. And I, I think hundreds of my followers wish in deep, because I love, when, when I'm on public transport, I will talk my ass off to any random stranger. If I, like, see someone I like their shoes, the first thing, I, I won't even think about it, I'll say, oh, I like your shoes, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I see someone that I can recommend the 16 to, I will any day of the week. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it's the best way to do it. Like, because I think, like, having that interaction with someone on the train, like, oh, this kid showed me his brand, that's kind of memorable. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah 100%. You, like, oh, if they rate it, they're like, oh, look at what this kid showed me. I met him. Like, I like what he's doing. You're going to go and show your friends. Especially like, if you've got that following too, like, because you've yeah, already got exactly. that following. People are like, oh, shit, this, this is serious. This isn't just some random kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, now, now, like, I think I show people and they're like, oh, it's got 10K. Like, yeah. they know, they, they can see oh, I'm actually going somewhere with it and they can sort of, I think even if you had really sick clothes, it's that instant validation to them in the head, like, oh, it's got a following, like, I should actually, you know, like, like you could so sh- show someone your brand that it's got, like, 20 followers, and their the clothes could be sick, but I think subliminally, like, in their head, they're, they're like, oh, I rate it more, because it's got more followers. That's just how people's brand oh, works. Oh, 100%, yeah. I think if you if you had a brand with, like, 500k, and you showed someone, you'd just be like, oh, well, this guy's just flexing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But when you've got, like, 10k, it's like, oh, this is just something... But if you've got like two hundred people, like oh, I just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, like it's weird, but I think it's like a tipping point. I don't know, I don't know what it would be, but like, like say if Clint was to show some random lady on the train his brand, she'd probably already seen it. Yeah, or like her son's. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, 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 she'd yeah. just be like, "Why are you showing me this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you're just bragging at this point. But yeah. Like I think if me or you was to show, especially you, like. And you show someone the patches, like they're like, oh fuck, like that's gonna be really memorable. Like that yours would probably be a really distinctive. Well, that's what I used to do. Like when I, like right as I launched, this was September twenty twenty one. Whenever I used to go clubbing, I'd have like I'd wear like cargoes and just fill the pockets with like bottle openers and lighters. <laughs> wear my hoodies to the club, and I'd be like, yeah. go to people like in the smoking area, fucking prism in Birmingham. <laughs> I imagine though, like some fucking drunk guy. And you show him. Yeah, the reaction is always like, so funny. must be so baffled. Yeah, so a lot of people were like, like really fuck with it. But then you got the guys that were like, you know, like some people that don't want to. They're like, oh, that's like, like that's fucking like, weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they still take the bottle openers and shit. Yeah, but like definitely. trying to get into clubs with like the metal detectors and stuff with like, loads oh, of bottle openers. Shit. They were, they were always like, what are you doing? And I was like, they'd always be calm. I give them a bottle opener, like the, the bounces. Like give them one. They're like, yeah. I'm just doing this to my brand. They're like, okay, go in. That's fine. Yeah, that's. I think um, they should like. But yeah, like, <laughs> like, like like pockets jangling around, and they're gonna always gonna search you. Yeah, no, literally. But like those bottoms are sick though. Like people that I haven't seen for like a year or two. No, they still got them talking. Yeah, they're still, like still in my hearing, so using like all the time, and it's like I lost one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you another one. Yeah. Um, but like it's one of, like the idea behind doing them was like, you know, if you're at a party and you're opening bottles and you're always in a Riverboard logo, yeah, like, you're gonna think you're gonna associate yeah. it. Like, it's the same mistake yeah. as on the phone case, like, and it's a weird name. Like Riverboard is a weird name. Yeah, you're like, what yeah. is that? Because yeah. you don't even know if that's a brand at that point. Like, yeah, a clothing brand. Sorry, like, you don't know what it is. Yeah, at all, exactly. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like a like, Riverboard apparel. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's something that eyes. Um, the first inspiration with the character T-shirts, like. Because it's quite different. I don't see many other brands doing that kind of thing. Well, yeah. I do now. Now that you've like been blowing up with them, but like the first T-shirt, like how that come about? Um, it was just a friend of mine, and we were speaking about like nitrogen oxide, nitrogen oxide, because that's what the first T-shirt, yeah. like the inspiration was behind that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like we we go to raves and like free parties and stuff, and like it's just quite memorable seeing people like fucking inhaling balloons. Yeah. 
But yeah, exactly. But um, like you can get the big fuck off canisters of nitrogen oxide, um, and that like, they 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 give people those in hospital. Yeah. Um, as pain relief, and um, like I I know of people that would steal them, um, and and just set like they take the massive bottle to yeah. a free party or a rave, and they just make thousands selling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like obviously you associate. It's just a dealer selling the balloons, but we kind of got the gimmick gimmick of it being a doctor because the the bottles are from the hospital and yeah, they're, they're either, it was either going to be a chef because um, people use nitrogen oxide um, like with some smart whips yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but I, I did end up doing the smart whip character like down the line, but um, the the yeah the, the doctor was was just from the fact that the bottles from the hospital. Um, and I just thought it'd be a weird sort of contrast type thing. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely stands out. Like when you first did them, was it like um, you knew you were gonna like be doing more, or was it no. just like that one? Well, I I think I intended to, but then I didn't get the love I was expecting. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a really out there design. Like well, people they, love it now. Yeah, they they love yeah. it. Yeah, I I've gone to restock NOS and I get well NOS is now my whole brand. And I've seen people reselling like, it on Depop, yeah, like forty five exactly. quid, fifty quid. Well, if you look at the tracks, you the hoodie I'm releasing has got the NOS head all over it. So this is the head from that first character. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's always been my favourite graphic I've released. Yeah. And I always knew it had potential, but I just don't think I released it at the right time or marketed it well enough. Because I was not on TikTok at that point. And I think, like, my intention for that was, are oh, people that, like, I, I was watching TikTok and been like, I'm going to give them these trainers because that's what I see people on TikTok wearing. But I never put the T-shirt on TikTok. Yeah. So I should have got them trainers, styled it with that T-shirt and wiped it up there. Because that would have been perfect. We know that that strategy and everything. Yeah, it's like what luxury brands actually do as well. Like, you know, I represent Georgia yeah. and that. What I, I saw in a podcast, they said that like what they do, they look at what their followers are wearing. Like, if you're wearing a represent jumper, if you're wearing Air Forces, they'll make a luxury pair of Air Forces and then sell that on the same platform. Yeah, of course. Yeah, or even just styling the models with what you think your target audience is going to wear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the characters, yeah. So I dropped I dropped the NOS one. It didn't really get the love. I expected it to, but thinking about it now is because I didn't market it properly. Um, Actually, here's a good question that I just thought of. So, like, how important do you think in, like, lookbook shoots or, like, studio shops, how important the rest of the outfit is compared to your piece? Um, I, I think... Do you think it makes a difference? Well, I, I think it can go two ways, to be fair. Like, I think it's more about the proportions of the clothing they're wearing as opposed to branding. Like... Because I remember I did a shoot for the beanies in the studio and it's just a white backdrop and my mates were wearing like my Stony hoodie. But it's yeah. got a big fuck off Stony badge and then the product I'm trying to sell. Yeah. Which looks awful thinking about it now. Like, oh, I thought that's sick. Like, oh, Stone Island, cool brands with the beanie. Yeah, yeah. But I, I try to not have any branding in at all. Like, even when I, I did the shoot for these hoodies, my mate wanted to wear, he had a white tee on it, it was a diamond t shirt. Yeah. And he wanted to wear it slightly unzipped. You couldn't even see the diamond logo, but I was like, look, I don't want any other branding yeah. other than my branding. Like, what about trainers, though? Tra- I think trainers are different, yeah. to be fair. But even so, like, I wouldn't want someone wearing a pair of, like, fucking, uh, what do you call like, the Thunder Jordan 4. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think, like, I ideally, like, if I was getting someone to model wearing like branded trainers it'd be like a very classic silhouette as opposed to like a new pair of trainers because yeah. i think like say i'm gonna say if you got the latest pair of fucking i don't know yeah jordans for instance i just think that's 
I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but I, I just don't really think that's the best way to go about it. I think maybe like, I know you're dropping a really nice piece and you style it with like some fucking sambas or like, mm. you know, something that's been known for years. As like opposed timeless. to, yeah, a timeless yeah. piece, exactly. Like that, that would probably do, be the approach. It's an interesting point. I would like, take. I've got, I'm the complete opposite with River Gods because like, Trying to break into a market with expensive clothes, it's like people need to see it being worn with yeah, off-white exactly. or Balenciagas. If I put it with wearing like plimsolls or something, like, yeah, no, yeah, people think... aren't going to respect the t-shirt then. But because your stuff's like classic street shit, it's, like, yeah, proper, exactly proper like culture. Like I do, I think yeah. I mean, you like pair of superstars, you can't like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just, I just think like yeah, because because my demographic isn't necessarily like people that would wear luxury items. Um, like I can imagine someone from. That, like a typical like consumer of my brand having like a few pairs of Air Max like well I noticed the, you did as well like what I thought was smart when you did that the shoe with like you had like an Arctic jacket with the, with the piece as well yeah, because see, was big on TikTok see that, that was yeah. huge at the time yeah. and see, see I should have got it all on TikTok like the photos and everything was that you were on TikTok no TikTok? I, I think I maybe but I didn't have to use it I might have made like one or two yeah but um like yeah so the, the Arctic matched the colours of the top yeah, yeah yeah it was you know like I did and I think he was wearing like the Skepta tailwinds, like at that point, yeah. like I had a different view on like the latest. Shoot. I was just like, all the latest branding, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. that people rate. Um, but I remember because uh, it's, it's Joey that modeled, and he uh, he's really good mates with uh, Gully Gallio, like, oh, like best, they're, like best friends. And I, I saw him once. So yeah, no, I, I think I, you know, I've met him a couple of times because yeah. um, his Joey's friend is events. I don't know if you've seen Homebase. Then, home base. Yeah, not 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 the hardware store. <laughs> the home base, like drum and base. Oh and no, they, no, they no. drive around and like it, it's they've got the branding of like home base the store, like the green. Yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, they're big yeah. up to them. They do sick events. Yeah, I've met I've met him there a couple of times, but Chris Joey knew him. I always wanted to like send a piece to Leo, but at that point I'd released like two t-shirts. I think like if you look at his like style when he first. I, I thought that like, yeah yeah back then. Like, that's now, that's what Joey was saying to me as well. Like he's got this sort of like street street style like. But um, now it's all like yeah, Burberry yeah. full sets and like yeah, no, it's, like blazers and stuff. I, I knew it was unrealistic. Like he's literally boys with like Tyler the Great. Like yeah, it, it, I do. You know what I mean, realistic. If you could get any like rappers wearing it, like who would your who would your like go to be? Rappers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of just like what would make me really happy. Yeah, I'd that's say, what I mean. I don't mean for uh, not coverage. Oh, no. uh, pro- probably Benny Banks. I can't lie. Really? Benny Banks. Yeah. yeah, just because like. I listened to them a lot when I was younger, uh, like Scraps, Nines, just just because like they're like my favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe with like American rappers, like I can't really imagine them running, but like Future, <laughs> yeah. like that. that would be a massive Future in like sixteen, yeah, like a fucking Sally man or something. <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to think who else. What about you? Well, mine was Slow Tie, right? Like, yeah, I fucking love Slow Tie. Yeah, I, told, I told you the story. I think that would be... Slow Tie probably would wear your shit, though. Like, Wait, do you know about this? I gave him a t-shirt. So this was for his Tyrant tour when he released the album. Uh, he released it, like, nearly two years ago. But I got tickets to, like, a show that only had, like, 150 capacity. And yeah, it was really small shows. Yeah. yeah, and it was, like, I paid 13 quid for the tickets, but I was offered, like, mm-hmm. two 260 for each ticket gone for me and my mate like people were really trying to get to the show but I was like you know I'm gonna I'm just gonna go anyway yeah and this was the day that it was on was the day that my first bulk order arrived from Turkey of my orders like literally oh, had just mad. just taken it out yeah. of the, the lorry grabbed a t-shirt went straight to the the show and we were in the queue um to go me and my mate 
And so did this guy was just walking towards the queue, and I was like, I really recognise him. Oh, oh shit, that is fucking slow tie. Yeah. Like, and I've been a massive fan of him for years. Like, I've seen him twice at Reading. Like, I've, I've got like his albums on vinyl and shit. Like, yeah, I'm just was. a big fan of him. And I, I went up to him, and I was like, it was just like, no one was really reacting. I think everyone was just kind of like shell shocked. Yeah, like, you were not expecting that before the show. Yeah. I went up to him, and I was run over, and I was like, yo, I'm, telling, like, I'm a massive fan. I've just launched my clothing brand. Like, yeah. like, I would love to give you this, and just gave him this, this t shirt out on me. So I was just gonna throw it on the stage originally. Yeah. Just hope that he might pick it up. What was such a golden opportunity that's yeah, it was project. sick. Yeah. And he went he like I was obviously like shaking. Like I was yeah, like, yeah. Stephen be like near him, like, what the hell? This doesn't feel real. Yeah. And he was like looking at the packaging, he was like, Oh, this is sick, man. Like this is really and I was like, okay, like this is this is mad. And he's like, took out the packaging, had a look, and he's like, Yeah, I really like this. Which t shirt was it? It was the the beige t shirt in my first collection, the one with the big like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's like that's I think that's my best selling t shirt. Yeah. Because it's just quite quite simple. Um, then he took it onto his tour bus and just said like, like safe for like, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, looking forward to the show. Go on, the show was so sick, like probably probably the best gig I've ever been to. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever go to anything. It's like the energy, like yeah, because it's such a small crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a tiny venue as well. Um, you know, do you know the Bullingdon in Oxford? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Bullingdon. Um, and so after the show, he came up because like he has like quite a lot of personal connection to Oxford as a city. Yeah. So he came and said, like, anyone who wants a picture and stuff at the end, like, so me and my, my mate went and got a picture with him, but my phone, had, my phone had locked in my pocket, like, you know, like, sometimes when it just tries to unlock itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my so phone, it was, like, it was like, like, try again in, like, three days or some shit. What? Yeah, my mate's phone ran out of battery, so we got this girl to take pictures of us and send them to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Like, when, when we were getting pictures with him, I said to him, like, and there's a picture of me, like, whispering at him, so I was like, mate, you better wear that t-shirt that I gave you. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, of course, he was like, yeah, of course, bro, like, he said, like, you and your boys stay back and I'll give you an experience. And we were like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, no, I think I'm yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were, like, hanging around for ages with him, um, thinking, like, uh, like what the what, fuck yeah, what's going to go on? Like, he kept bringing girls into the tour bus and we're like, what is going on? Like, yeah. why, why has he told us to wait but, like, the girls can just go on? <laughs> and then, like, I was talking to his DJ. Well, so he's, like, filling up with girls. Yeah, yeah. We were talking to his, his DJ, Quez. Like, he was a fucking sick guy. Yeah. Um, like, he always does the shows with him. Yeah, like, yeah. And, so we've been there for a while, actually. And then, yeah, so this kid came up to him and was like, he was like, yo, like, um, if I confirm a punch, can I get a free hoodie? And he was what? like, like his merch. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah, not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he just absolutely smacked this kid up. Um, and he gave him a free hoodie, but we were just there, like, what the hell is going on, right? Yeah. And this kid was just crying. Um, you see that 15, 16? Yeah, he was like 15. Yeah. Was he alright though? Like? Yeah, he was fine. Like, I think he was just gassed. Like, imagine being able to tell your mates that you've got like sucker punch wrestling. Oh, like, surely like. you got that on video. He probably did. Oh, learn, someone, I think, yeah, someone's recorded it. Like, yeah. Recorded it. Oh, I posted that on my Instagram. Yeah, that's like, that's such a flex. So we, yeah. Anyway, so we're like, we're chilling with him. And I said to his, his, his DJ, I was like, look. This is what he said to us, if we stay, like, he'll give us an experience. We had, we've been there for ages now. Didn't the DJ kind of usher you away at that point? No, he didn't usher, he didn't usher us away. Like, he was calm. He, we were just chilling yeah. with him. Like, we are just, like, chatting about, like, just shows and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, his stylist was there. I spoke to him. And I got his Instagram and stuff. And, the, and his, his DJ was like, look, man, like, none of us really know what is ever going through his head, let alone when he's this drunk and tired. Like, I don't want to, like, disappoint you guys, but... All I'm saying is like I, I don't I'm not gonna promise that he's actually gonna deliver anything. Yeah. At that point we were both. I don't so, know what you're expecting, like. Yeah, I, I, neither do I. Like <coughs> the, the slow tie experience. Yeah, like. So like we just left, but like, it was it was like you know we said goodbye and stuff. But that was like first day of having anything. It was so surreal. Fucking mental. Like. I've never seen him wear it though, so you know. But he like, might have wore it though, just not. But he's like you know like he he models for Supreme and stuff. Like he, yeah. his wardrobe will just be paid for. Like he doesn't. But either way, like, it was still cool to know that like he's got that. 
I did the same with Saint as well, like at a show. He was doing Richie and Leamington. Yeah, my hat. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was actually the, the sample I had of the caps I released last last summer. Oh, so okay. I, I didn't have anything to do a photo shoot with. Oh, fine. But I, was, I just wore it to the show, not thinking anything of it. And like in the show, like because like it was such a small venue, like he was stood next to me with the warm up acts, and I didn't realize it was him. I was like, yeah. why would he just be stood next to me? Which I was like, that, that looks just like him, but I can't be him. Yeah, I'm like so much taller than him as well. <laughs> like, I was like kind of looking down, and I was like, okay, this is really weird. And then after the show, he came out, and I was like, you know, six, and you're like, I hope you enjoyed everything. I like, we had a chat, and I said, look, can I give you this hat? Like, it's my brands. Like, I'm not, you know, like I've not got any other ones. This is a sample. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah cool. So I gave it to him. We got a picture, and then I realized that for the month, whilst everything was being manufactured, yeah, I had no, nothing, nothing to make content. <laughs> yeah, apart from that one picture of me with him, I'm just so drunk in the picture, just like I have. I have given the t-shirt to a, a rapper actually, you know, uh, Five B Fendi. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to um, a Stargo event, uh, just just to visit. Like I, they they do like a, um, it turns into like a event. Yeah, after, yeah, like, yeah. It's a pop up for brands, like yeah. smaller brands, and then um, they do like a, a event, and they get like, I like, hope they have on there like they got like Londo on there or like Five B Fendi. Yeah, just like big um, London like, Fendi yeah. goes on there a lot. I think. Yeah, like yeah. I think he's like good friends with the person that does the. Um, events yeah and i just saw him outside like with a couple of those guys um and i just gave him a sally man did you carry it on you or did you like yeah no i bought yeah. one specifically to give to him oh so you're uh, gonna be that i knew he's gonna be that and i knew yeah. like like he's not like a fucking major celebrity like yeah, yeah he's yeah. not gonna be there with 10 security guards yeah. like um but no he's a really cool guy like I, I speak to him occasionally like um I'm always trying to send him my shit, but no, <laughs> yeah. but no, he keeps it. Like I completely respect him for it. Like I'll show him, but like, this isn't my cup of tea. I can't lie. Yeah, but there, there have been a couple of bits I've got coming where he likes more. But it's just like he, he's very much like oh, I don't want you to send me something I'm not gonna wear. Yeah, which I completely respect. Like yeah, send you cash. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah but it's more just like he doesn't want to. Like he's thinking about me. Though. He's just like oh fuck it, because I think a lot of people are like yeah, send me it, and it just goes like like the t-shirt was like way too small for him. No, I don't. No, sorry, I didn't bring it specifically to give to someone. I think I, I put up like, oh, if I see someone wearing like sixteen, like I'll give them a tea. Yeah. But I didn't see anyone wearing like sixteen, <laughs> so I um I gave it to him instead. Um, but it was a medium, and he's like pretty tall. He's like six foot two. I'm pretty sure. Like he's, oh, he's quite a tall guy. So he just gave it to one of his boys. All right, cool. So let's go back to character t-shirts. Yeah. So the Doctor Noss one was the first one you did. Yeah. So how did you follow up? I followed up with beanies. Um, no, I will tell you what I dropped after that. I dropped joggers that I made myself with vine. So, so the tees I used to make up until I can't remember when I, I switched to a factory in Oxford um, that just print my t-shirts for me. I used to make them all myself. So I'd order the blanks in and just do it with a vinyl heat transfer. So the quality of them wasn't. Did you iron them or did you have like an actual like? Yeah, no, so it'd be a heat press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but heat presses aren't expensive. Like I, I, I'm still going frown upon them now. Like they're a good way to like start. 150 quid. Yeah, it's about like 100, 150 quid from Amazon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was making the uh, the character tees with that for a while. But yeah, no, so I released Nos. Then I did. This was probably my biggest drop at the time. I released the joggers I made myself with restocking the burner tees. So it's the burner joggers, burner tees. Yeah. I still get a lot of love on the burner joggers. Like really? it's just it's literally just the phone. I know, I know. And then, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think that was kind of what I was going for at the start. I was thinking, like, oh, I've done this nasty shirt, it's like a one off, but I'm mainly going to do, like, the O oh, was the phone, and then X16. Um, and then I released, I think, Halloween time. 
or at least another character, but it didn't really have any of the references like the I wanted to do. I did a clown, um, which was cool. Was that for like Halloween? Yeah, 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 it was like a clown. They had like juggling balls saying "Oh, sixteen, you probably yeah. really wrote the graphics." To be fair, it was a nice graphic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that didn't land well at all. And then I released the Takeover T, uh, which is uh, that's got a bit of a mad story behind it. Like, um, there was a BMW stolen in my area. That, that my brother ended up buying a BMW E30. And then we, um, so, I, so I did a t-shirt with a BMW E30 on, with like the OX16 plate and stuff. And then I did a shoot with the same BMW that was stolen on the T. Um, Are we cool to leave this in? Yeah, 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 cool. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like incriminating myself too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that I did that. So I was trying to like keep the t-shirt designs kind of authentic, like, Obviously not all of them are like, I'm not a phone with arms and legs, like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I, I did them and then the first, so yeah, Sally Man, that, that was the character I dropped. That I, I, see, this was where I really realized TikTok was like, wow, this, this is like, you don't need to have many followers on TikTok. If you get in the algorithm, get on the full eBay, you can really get a lot of traction. Game changer. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I was probably on maybe 2K and I, I dropped Sally Man TikTok got 10k likes. That's my most liked TikTok, and 10k likes is not a lot for TikTok. No, no. But that gained me maybe 2,000 followers just from that TikTok. So I was like, fuck up a 4k. And that happened quickly. I'm still not, that was the quickest I've ever grown. Like, I'm, I'm a bit of a standstill at the moment, in honesty. Uh, but yes, I dropped Sally, man. That, that sold out. I think I then did uh, the Winston T for the Queen Duke. I really like that one. I really think that's yeah, so sick. So it was just like, Everyone was trying to be like kind of current, and then I did the Pyrex one, which was the chef, and then I did. Well, I think people would be interested in them as well, right? In yeah. Terms of the kinds of t-shirts. So, like, when you go to design them, when you have the idea for them, yeah. Like, what headspace are you in? Like, what do you think? Like, okay, I mean, do you go and think I'm gonna make character design in my head now, or does it just come to you like oh, I'm gonna make? Oh this no, my, my inspiration comes from random fucking places. So you don't sit like, down and be like, right, new character. No, like, no, no, okay. no, like. Uh, my, my inspiration for stuff as a whole comes from everywhere like that, that's what I say to people don't don't look at other brands you like for inspiration like that's, that's a good place to look for inspiration don't get me wrong but look go to museums man look at art look at uh, just walk around yeah go to like fucking botanic gardens you know what I mean just yeah. actually look at the way things are built um, speak to your boys like just speak to them about their views on the fucking world and yeah. what they like, what they think would make a hard design. You might be like, oh, I completely disagree about that. You can take aspects from everyone and everything. Like, that's what I found. And it was my biggest mistake, uh, taking inspiration from other brands. Like, I spoke yeah. about it quite a lot on like, my TikTok and stuff. But, like, There isn't another brand that I look at that I'm like, yeah, I want to make a piece like that. There's definitely shit that I've been like, yeah, I'm going to, like, uh, you know, take inspiration from that. But I've never like, right, I want to make a dupe of like, this and just this add what I can't get it. my head around. I really don't understand it. Like the amount of people that are like, I'm seeing loads of like Broken Planet ripoffs at the moment, which yeah. is a ripoff of CPFM, which everyone kind of knows. Yeah, I, I, I just don't it's, get. It's just why do you, why would you, if you're putting money into your own brand, like your project, why would you just rip off completely what someone else has done? Like, yeah. I, I did it when I was like 15, with, like Kenzo, no, of course, yeah. not intentionally. But these ones, are, are, you cannot say you're doing t-shirt like big puff print yeah, spaceship. You can't deny one. there's yeah. there's blatant similarities. I'll tell you like an inspiration from one of the characters was just uh, the bazooka tea. That that was, uh, my mate got given 
from one of the COD games he pre-ordered, like a little soldier that was like that. Yeah. And then he would always just put a pre-roll on the top. Yeah. So like anytime we'd go up, like we'd go up to the pub or play pool, there'd just always be like one rolled up waiting for us and it'd always be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a gun. So that sort of pose is pretty much the exact same. Like on the, the graphic on the tee is pretty much the exact same as how that looks. Yeah, I can imagine. And then, you know, like a lot of things I've been thinking about recently, like I've got so many graphics made that are unrelated to the characters that the inspiration has come from so many different places. Like I think the, the stuff I've currently released, it's not been too heavily inspired by much. It's just me being like, right, how can I merge like a common, like like something that most teens have in common, make it cool, make it witty, like yeah. make it almost like artistic. Like the the t-shirt I'm releasing on the 28th, like the, the Gurnball t-shirt, like, I don't want to just do a t-shirt, just, I'm just slapping like a load of pills on the t-shirt. Like, yeah. I just want to make, like it's some, some, something memorable, that, like, oh shit, it's in a dispenser. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just like a different take it's, it's on it. It's a cool it. graphic as well, um, man. But yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. So like, how do you know, like when, like, for example, cause like, you know, you're at a point now where you will sell like a few hundred of a piece in a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, Is it like, right, yeah, yeah, so the other characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, how yeah. do you know, like, how you, like what makes you confident in a graphic that you're gonna get those sales? I feel like um, for example. Well, to fun. me, what me, what makes a character T is having that signature OX sixteen bubble font in the bottom. That's yeah. that is what I that is a that is a character T if it has that. That's, yeah. that's that's how I work. But pretty much, if I've got that and it's it's the positioning of the character, that that's that's one thing. I only really do white and black T's. Typically, if it's on a white tee, it's going to sell way better. But like with the most recent, I'm dropping a white one as well. But I've only advertised the black one because I, I personally think the black looks better. I agree. I like better. Yeah, as a whole, like it's hard to anticipate. I think like my best-selling graphic is Surly Man, and I think that did so well because it's so simple. Like the colors are nice. It just it looks good on a white tee. But overall, like it's hard to really anticipate. I I know for a fact that I'm going to be able to sell a decent amount just because of it being a character. But from there, it, it's uh, it's not something I can really anticipate because I, I do my like virtual posts because I think they're really important to my growth. Like um, with my brands, and I, I don't really see because I only drop one thing a month. Yeah, um, I'm able to get so much traction on one singular t-shirt. Like sometimes I literally drop one t-shirt. Like the Crocstar tee, that's probably one of my favorite tees I release. I think it's my favorite. Yeah. yeah, see that 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 t-shirt and like the Professor tee. They're, they're characters, but they, they don't really have drug reference. Like, they're just, like, I'm, I'm trying to almost get the character involved with the typeface. Like, the on the Professor one, that's like a basin, and he's, like, pouring liquids onto it. On the Crocstar, the text is the speakers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm trying to just merge them as, like, uh, like as unique as I can. Like, um, even, like, I, I what I love to do with my designs as well is just put subtle branding in. So you have your, your typeface, but then... On the Crocstar, you've got the OX16 ring, but because of the angle of the T-shirt, that is the focus point because he's spinning the decks. Yeah. Or I'll have I put tattoos on my characters a lot, like established twenty twenty two. Uh, it's on the, it's branded on decks. Um, I'm just like on Sunny Man, it's got OX16 where. So I think, yeah, that, that's what I love to do with my design, and I think the better I can actually because a lot of the time you just slap branding on things, but with me it's it's natural. It's like you work it in. Yeah, you, yeah. you work it in, and I think that. I think people appreciate when I work it and it's like, oh fuck, if you, if you look carefully, you can see, if you clock it, and when people clock stuff, I think yeah, that's what's That's important. what I do with all the patches that I design, it's always it's, in yeah, the branding. Like, yeah, it's just like in the, 
So like, yeah, so like the, the matrixy effect on the green ones, like it has RBG, that's my birthday as the numbers as well. Like, yeah, exactly. Random, random yeah, that's just cool stuff to yeah, do. Like, yeah, like, because that was the thing, when I first started, I didn't have any interest in doing this whole personal brand thing. Like I wanted to be like behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, I kind of realized that so much of my designs had like loads of like personal attachment and meaning yeah, to them. Yeah, you may as well get so it. Like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just film yeah, it. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, what's your favorite um, character you've done? Nuts. Like, well, that that, yeah, but, but that's what I've now, Kept, like, because I love the face so much, mm. that's what I've now turned in the whole brand. The profile photo is the OX16 logo with the NOS as the O. Like, this hoodie has got the NOS heads all over it. If you look at the, the hoods, it's got yeah, like, that yeah. is my brand now. And the, the bag, the the new stuff I'm adding to release, like, it, it's everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sums up the brand so easily. Yeah, like, like, like I, I like, like, the face itself, I think it's just. The style like, of the art as well, like yeah. it's bold, it's, it's like punchy, like it's what you expect. Weird exactly, things. like I think I want to be able to tell a story with the brand and this year especially, like I'm dropping denim soon. Um, like I made a video on it recently, but you will see OX16 jeans. Yeah. And I think I'm going to tell like a crazy, crazy story with them. Do a very sort of like Lord of the Flies style, like just, just crazy video. And I think that will really sort of are you gonna do more like like promo videos and stuff? Now? Yeah, yeah. So obviously I did I did the one for the bag, and it wasn't high budget. It wasn't anything crazy, but that's kind of what I wanted. I, I literally the the video I didn't do you know who M Bands is. Uh, do you know like um, you get them TikTok skits and like steps? Yeah, like, like people like that. But like yeah, the yeah. inspiration behind the video was them type people. Oh, like yeah. really close to the camera. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stupid like fucking. When the ticket inspector chases after you, or yeah, yeah, yeah. When I don't know, like when boss man, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Style, style videos that like because the video is filmed vertically, yeah, like, the whole thing. Like, yeah, it kept getting like banned though, didn't it? Like it kept getting no, the, yeah, because at the start he's smoking and um, <laughs> that that TikTok just didn't like that. Uh, but I was able to get like the chicken shop scene on TikTok. Yeah, but just, just but the the video I'm dropping for the jeans will be high budget. Like it's it's gonna tell a story. Like I plan to have like people just wearing white like stringer vests the jeans and like like fucking sandals or like barefoot um, <laughs> people going around on like little one two fives on the estate like boxing like bare knuckle boxing like molotovs like, like fucking OG, smashing like, windows proper, just deranged yeah. like what the fuck yeah. so, so is that what you'd say like for the future then for 16 there's going to be a lot more kind of like it's really like, like media and stuff like film yeah 100% yeah like the like with, with the video, it was about showing the practical side of the bag in a funny way. Like you had, you know, you got the compartment to hold yeah. the pre-roll. You've got, at the end, he drops his chicken and he puts the whole strip meal in the bag. Yeah, it shows the side like, of it, yeah. I think with the um, the jeans, it'll be like... Durability. Pardon? Like the durability. The yeah, yeah, so they'll, they'll be on bikes and they'll be fucking getting them muddy and yeah. just, just like wearing them, like, like really yeah. wearing them, do you know what I mean? Like fucking running and doing. What you want it to be like? You want to be yeah, like, to be like. I don't want. I don't want it to feel like, not soft, but just like some just. I want it to be loud and in your yeah. face. It's yeah. just like people wearing them and fucking making a statement in them. Yeah. Um, the same with like I'm doing windbreakers and I think I'll do something crazy for them as well. Like, so it's like more cut and sew. You want to move towards now then? Y- yeah, definitely. Like, at, at one point I was considering just becoming a t-shirt brand, but the way I see it, it's like. Say if you go, like, t-shirts made me the most money and they sold the quickest. That, that's factual. But if you go to a restaurant, 
drinks make the most money. They're the quickest to make. Yeah. You go, psh, the glass yeah. coke. They, they sell, there's a highest profit. I'm like, but bottle of coke or a pint on tap, that's going to cost like, what, pennies? Yeah, but you don't go to a restaurant though, just Yeah, to exactly. Just, just, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, this is a, an analogy that I use a lot. Like, I, I could just do t-shirts, but eventually you're not going to just want a t-shirt. In the same way, a, a restaurant could just sell Coca-Cola because it makes them the most money. It's the quickest to make. There's no complication. Yeah. But people are going to stop going to that restaurant like instantly. Yeah. Like it's not a restaurant anymore. Is it yeah, the same yeah. way? I'm not a brand, a real, if I was just selling t-shirts, I'd just be like a novelty. Like, oh, you get a funny t-shirt yeah, from yeah. this place. Yeah. As a, I want to be like a, like a collective and, and do a lot. And I don't think there's only so much of a story you can tell with a t-shirt. What about in person events? Is it um, going to be part of the future for you? Because I, I, can, yeah. I think it's a, it'll be a, a good thing. Like you could definitely fit with your brand. See, nicely. I don't know right now. I think I need, like, I, I kind of want my demographic to grow up with the brand because yeah. I think the audience I have now, like, there's plenty of people. Like, I have people in like their fucking thirties buying my stuff, but they're, they're, I think the majority are like maybe fifteen, seventeen. Yeah. Because of the colours, because of the price point, like it's yeah. affordable. It's fun. It's teenagers. Where's yeah, youth culture? Like the, the way I market yeah. it, like it's gonna attract like uh, a younger audience, yeah. like inevitably. So I think, I if I was to do an event, I'd I'd want it to be eighteen plus. Yeah. I want there to be a bar. I'd want to have live music. Like I just want it to be like it's just not gonna be as fun. I don't want to do some like sixteen plus event. Like fuck that. Let's do a barbecue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what am I actually meant to do? Yeah. So no, I think I'd like to wait, but I'm hoping that. I'll have the same audience that are, you know. The, well, not the, the thing that I did recently. So those kind of events, you know, like where it's like a collective of other brands. Would you ever want to do that, or would you want to only do it like yourself, your only thing? Oh, okay. no, nah, I don't even really want to do an event by myself now. I think, but I do think Stargo is a really good platform for like smaller brands because just because of the traction, like the, the you get a good few hundred people there. Yeah. And that is your golden opportunity to network. People are there to see your brand. Yeah. So people like. You might approach someone on the street and try and speak to them about that brand. They don't give a fuck, but people are there to find out about new brands. It's like they're, they're cash ready. I think anything like, in person is like that, right? Like online, like for example, trying to sell like food. Like obviously, like, you know, my stuff is a bit like more expensive. Selling so a seventy pound t shirt online, people just don't even think about it. Like in person, in person, like, 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 when they're in there, when they're talking to you, when you're like when they're feeling the materials, yeah, it's kind of just like an impulse. Yeah, like, exactly. So, like, you have to like oh, go through checkout right. and then wait for like, select your delivery options. Yeah, and it's and just like, oh, cash like, there. Yeah. yeah. So I think in-person events are so good for converting because people would just yeah, like because no, it attaches the experience to it as well. A good thing about Stargo is if you buy a T-shirt from a brand there, every time you wear it, you know you think you about think the time that you're like all the, all yeah. the performances. I don't even think so. they realise that they're doing that, but yeah, that yeah, you're like oh I got it, and then on the same day I saw Five B Fendi or yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm the same though. Like when I go into a shop, like. I, I sometimes I spend like 40, 50 quid in a t-shirt, which I never do. Yeah. But I'll go yeah. into a shop and be like, the guy was really cool. And like, they had a fucking pet lizard in there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like they, they, there's something yeah. like, like yeah. when I was in Portugal, I spent like fucking loads of money on clothes. But the, the guys in there were really cool. But yeah, anyway, in terms of like, from your experience of running a brand that's been like really successful, essentially, what um like what, what advice would you give to someone starting out? Um, like I said before, I think, Keep your, keep your friends involved. Like, if you've got friends that are willing to just wear your shit about, just just give it to them. Get, get them wearing it. Um, just just put, a fa- put faces to the brand straight away. Because um, I think your first few hundred followers, 
you don't want them necessarily to be from like one sort of like TikTok or some paid advertisement. You want like a strong foundation. Like you say you've got 300 followers, but then 300 followers, like the vast majority of them will be reposting your stuff because then you're going to get like a organic start. I think that's important. Like like I said, um, my I, I, got, I was really lucky to get a couple hundred followers that were really interested in what I was doing. Um, but I, I don't think necessarily everyone's going to be as lucky to get that little leg up that I did. But you can easily sort of start that yourself. Like word of mouth is so important, man. Like I remember when I first started my brand, like um, I would get maybe three or four of my mates just wearing t-shirts. We'd go to like fucking illegal raves in London and we'd all just be stood about obviously because we're there together. Um, and then that's, that's football team. Yeah, literally like <laughs> yeah. fucking in our uniform, like yeah. school uniform. Like that, that's just going to catch people's eyes. It's a talking point. And yeah. I, I probably got a good 50, 60 followers just on that. And that was kind of the demographic I wanted from the start was like bravers. My, my friends own a rave group called Homebase. And I um, had my mate Joey behind the decks just wearing another 16 t-shirt. But there's like 300 people at the rave. Just tighten it, tighten it community shit. Just get, get it in like the public eye as much as you can. Because there's so many different ways you can do it that doesn't involve like loads of money. Like there, there'll be a friend of a friend that does something where people see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And like, in, in terms of like stock in your first collection, like, you know, you said that you kind of did it so you could just make it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you'd recommend to other people or uh, for your first drive? It's hard, man, because you can start a brand and just get loads of traction at the start and you're you're kind of selling yourself short to do low stock. Like, um, I see brands that just come out of nowhere and they, they end up doing really well, but they at the start could probably sell the same amount of units that I am now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I did at the start was like I bring towards that thing. I had transfers ready to go. I'd get an order. I'd order in a blank to that. So so say I'd have 50 heat transfers ready to go. When I'd get an order, I'd order. Uh, Dave was ordering a medium. I'd order a medium and then make it, send it out to him the next day. But like that that was good. Um, it's a good way of starting. It's a good way of starting. It means that you don't have to just anticipate like your size run. Because there's obviously like a suggested size run, but you never really know what. Like you could you could fucking do a drop and there there'd be like ten people wanting XL. Like well, you know, like as well, like when you bought a medium off me. Yeah. Like uh, it, it didn't feel like a medium you had in other pieces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some people size up and size down. Even like, though I have a literal size chart on the website. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't read that. No, no one does. No one yeah, does. exactly. Yeah. But these, these days as well, like people are so into like oversized shit. Like I think maybe in like 2012, 2013, you'd buy your size. Like typically, yeah. when now it's like there'll be girls wanting to wear XL when they're like five foot three. Like yeah, I get girls buying yeah. XL hoodies for me, and like they just like a tent on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what people rate. Like it's that like named collective kind of like insanely yeah. baggy look. Yeah, yeah exactly. But um, you no, know, look, looking back to the advice thing, like what would you say is the biggest lesson or like biggest L you've taken? I would say, yeah, just just not sampling close enough. You can end up like losing quite a lot of money just trusting a manufacturer but they're, they're just there to make money really like you can't even go and get great manufacturers that actually care about giving you a high quality product and doing you're not going to find them the first people you find yeah, yeah like don't put all your eggs in one basket test different manufacturers because i've lost a fair few quid just trusting a manufacturer that isn't great well the thing as well you know in, in fashion something like 82 percent of all samples are rejected yeah like and if you're like not even sampling like yeah, exactly. that's an 82 percent chance essentially that you're going to get burnt so yeah. you want to keep working and there's different types of samples as Definitely. well like 
I don't know about for you, but when I was doing mine, you get the samples where you first like like concept samples where you get like, the ideas just made physically, and then you keep working on those. Then you paste the bulk order, and then you get the pre-production sample, which yeah. is basically exactly what it will be off the press, and that's when you know like exactly what's going to be. Yeah, and that's the See, last point I can change. There's it. a couple less steps with mine because obviously yours is quite like on a bigger scale, and there's a lot more sort of like heads involved. Yeah, like with mine, it's just a matter of sampling, and then being like, yeah, make it like that. But with yours, because there's a lot more money involved in the production, and you're sourcing it from those different places. Yeah, and, like the manufacturers use are more reputable, reputable than mine. But like with mine, it's just a matter of like, I'll obviously get my tech pack made up, send it off to a manufacturer, get my sampling. Um, the manufacturer I'm working with at the moment, they're really good. But it will just be a matter of preference really, because you might design the products and then be like, oh shit, now I've actually received, like they could do it for perfect exact heavy parts, but like, this could be a bit longer, this could be a bit shorter, you know, this, this material could be a bit heavier. Mm. Uh, I don't like the size of that logo. They've done it how you've asked, when you, you don't really, like you know, from a flat drawing, you've got a very good idea, especially with a t-shirt. If you're making a hoodie or something like that, like it's hard to anticipate what's really going to work until you see it. Yeah, so the that, tech packs are so important as well. Man. That's the beauty of something like you can really you can develop a product that's actually three times as cool as the one you initially designed just from like those little tweaks that really make it. Yeah, I think something you do really well that I like about the new hoodie that we're going to be releasing soon as well. Yeah, your attention to detail is something that you don't get with a lot of brands these days. A lot of brands just want to get their logo on a hoodie sell it you know but you've got you know like branded like zips like sleeve tags like yeah no thank you I, patches. I think it's it adds a lot to what you're doing and i can imagine with sampling like to get each individual bit right it's not like a over like a one-day process well this, this yeah. is another piece of advice i'd give to be fair like i can think of cool designs i can take cool pictures and i can market it but i'm not a fashion designer and up until the track suits i was designing those clothes myself and they were cool but they didn't have the attention to detail I really wanted. Like I would never have been able to make that bag if I if I wasn't working with who I'm working with who I am now. Uh, my designer David, he's designed all of our latest stuff, the jeans, the bags, he will be designing windbreakers when we release them. Like my, my clothes would have just been t-shirts with a design on it if I didn't start working with David. Um so yeah, like the like this attention to detail, like as much as I'd want it and think of doing stuff like that I wouldn't be able to communicate it right where David is really good at what he does um and like this would be 75 pound you need to justify spending 75 pounds I think it's a bargain as well because obviously you gave me one of the yeah. one samples well one of the original pieces. yeah you've got one that's still yeah and I, I would easily say you could sell like 90 100 quid I think 75 yeah. I, I, I get like as well with your target audience like it's, it's it's quite a lot to go from charging 25 for a t-shirt to suddenly that, that's the thing um like when, when people see it and if you're interested in buying it you have to understand like not only I'm charging because I'm like proud of this product and I know you'll you, you spend that 75 and it'll be probably the best 75 you spent on the zip up in my opinion but there's a lot of other steps that go into making it like I've had to sample it a lot of times how long have you slept right? so it's releasing 28th of Feb yeah when did you first start designing it this has been in the work since like October time so it, it, it's not I don't think of a design and it's like that, that's what people have to understand when people are like, oh, drop, drop another colour away. Like, I can't yeah. let that happen in a week. Like, yeah. This shit takes a long time. I love the archive, I think it's cool. Yeah. So what was your idea behind starting the archive account? Um, the archive account is basically just, like, there's a few hundred members now, to be fair. But with the archive, it gives you the chance to buy stuff really fucking early and just see stuff that I'm releasing 
way before anyone else. Like the genes are now shown to everyone like a bit more publicly. The archive members know about them for about two months. It's like the hardcore like members then. Yeah. Brand, yeah. Um. Or like, I'm a little bit less selective now, but at the start it was like, if you've bought something, if you buy something on drop day, you'll get accepted into the archive. Yeah. So, say when I release something, if you buy it within 24 hours, you get accepted. And then you're able to buy stuff earlier, see things earlier, get a slight reduction on the price. Like I'll, I'll, I'll knock like a fiver off, get yeah, yeah. free shipping. But it's not really a very professionally run thing, to be honest. Like I'll, I'll literally just send people my bank details and they just send them. Like, cause <laughs> it, it's only got a few hundred followers. Like I'm, I'm not going to make a separate website for the archive. Like that's just a mess for me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't really want it to be something that's like professionally run. To yeah. be honest, like it's just like a sort of a community account. You like um, chat to customers and stuff as well. I yeah, no, like I literally like went live on it and played a game of FIFA or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. use it to engage with my audience and like I, I did like when, when I'm speaking to people on X16, half the time I'll just send voice notes. Yeah, like yeah. I don't really. Like with you, you would probably never do that as a professional, yeah, yeah, like luxury yeah. brand. Like, but with me, like, I don't really care, and I know like it's not gonna bite me, like, bite me on my ass. Three years later, oh my god, I'm yeah. like sixteen. Like I'm on a podcast now. Like, who yeah. would actually care? It was, so are you gonna be doing more about the personal shit now? Because I remember when you started, like, I was seeing something that you like, kind of were just like low key, like you didn't want to be like too like. Yeah. Like personally involved. Is that you changed it up now? I mean, it's gaining traction to OX sixteen, so. Yeah. It is, and it's adding a bit more personality, I think. Like, I think for me to post a design, like, yeah, that's cool. Like, if I post that on OX16 on TikTok or on the Instagram account, like, you're going to see it, it's cool. But I like to actually explain my design process a little bit more to, like, build the appreciation for it. Yeah, because there's um, a lot of meaning behind And it, it seems like people are getting some pretty useful advice. Like, I see a lot of TikTok advice, which is just like, ah, oh, do a pre-order, get a mock-up made, and boom, you have a brand. Yeah. And funny enough, actually, as literally my video you just quoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, that isn't yeah. real advice, to be honest. Nah, like, I did that video just to hit the algorithm. Yeah, I've done like exactly. I've done like really serious ones. Now. When that blew up, I was like, okay, I should do like serious advice now. No, the most recent video you did about atmosphere, like that's actually very valuable advice. Like it seems like it's a given, but I think a lot of people don't understand the importance yeah a lot of, of people were saying I, had, I never like people that I know that have decent brands like, I never even considered this which yeah. to me is something that I've always kind of known about well, I saw how, someone, how do you do it like how do you go about because I was like yeah. yeah because that's see I think I think with it I, I think I, I could be better at it to be honest but I think with my shoots especially at the start some of them would be like in my friend's garden <laughs> but or like in my garden or just like I, I would post like I just almost take, not take the piss out of my followers, like. Be a banter. But, but I, yeah, I banter. I banter with my followers and like I, I show that it's not. You shouldn't take life too seriously. Yeah, no, exa- exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, like that's kind of the 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 impression I try and give. Like I did a drop, um, like when I restocked Sally Man for the last time, I restocked it because I noticed people were making like serious money reselling them on yeah, people. Yeah. Like people, I saw people actually selling Sally Man t-shirts for like eighty quid. Damn. Um, it's it's a thirty quid t shirt. What does that feel like like seeing that? I find it funny as fuck. Like, really? I'm like honestly, I'm like fair play. Like yeah. he, I think with like the courtiers when they're like, you know, publicly but I think with when people 
when people are selling cortis they're selling it before they've even received it they're posting yeah. like their confirmation email yeah. but I understand why Clint does it and I think it's great marketing for Clint to just be like nope you're not reselling it yeah. like it's to wear not yeah. to profit from him um, but when I see someone do it and they've made like some 15 year old kid that's made 30 quid like fair enough like I would do yeah. the exact same thing at their age um, but I did a drop and in the animation it says like fuck the Depop yats or some cheap <laughs> yeah, shit like yeah. that like I think I think that kind of helped build the not community but definitely the atmosphere just the personality like, of the brand yeah exactly yeah. like it's, it wasn't actually serious I don't care who sells my shit on Depop yeah. but it was just like well fuck you you can't make any money yeah. now I'm gonna like I, I kind of that there's probably more hype behind the t-shirt because it's more of a commodity but I, I just overstocked I, I basically removed any sort of resale value to it when I tripled the amount of t-shirts yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. I probably sold about 50 and I sold about 800 of them so 800 like, yeah selling man's like my best selling t-shirt hell. like so it's, it's going to be a struggle to resell yeah, like, yeah. but because I haven't dropped it in so long I've dropped so many things since then they flew out like within a yeah, weekend yeah. so it's just like um, so like in terms of like, like that kind of on topic though like as well like, I, I know it's like when you did all the Crockstar promotion that was like you had people doing set like, yeah exactly yeah, just do stuff like yeah. that like when seeing I seeing it in the right place yeah, yeah when I did the live like people like oh this is sick like if you wanted that t-shirt already and then you saw someone doing a sick set wearing a graphic that's related to what he's doing like yeah. just stuff like that like it's not hard to do like that took me a day to just go like, and I had a good time like everything I do with the brand I enjoy it's fun to me like it's there's never like I'm so lucky to have a work 16 and be able to like sell my shit the way I live do. the brand yeah, yeah I live like, I don't yeah. yeah like like when I filmed the video like uh, for the bag like my, my mate just got really stoned filming the video because he had it took so many attempts for him to get the smoking scene right yeah and then we went to a chicken shop but that's probably what I do at least once a week <laughs> yeah. like do you know what I mean like yeah it's it's just like it, it's it's all been quite fluent and it's never really been like oh this is so out of the ordinary. that's when it works though like that's my yeah. thing when branding works like for me when I started doing like like the personal shit I was making videos about like things that I did with the brand, so I doing educational stuff. Like, I've always been interested in like, helping people. Exactly. Like yeah. giving advice and stuff. So that's now become a part of the brand and the brand has become successful since it's been exactly. attached to me. Like, the brand is basically just me. Yeah. I run out of my like, you, you do everything on your own as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, let's say like, I think like, we've discussed this before, but like, when you've had like big orders, like when you've had like a massive drop, do you yeah. get mates to help out with you? Like, yes. You know? Yeah. My friends and my girlfriend have been so important. Like, this is one thing that I definitely think like needs to be expressed is like having people like as much as they might not know anything about designing clothes or marketing, having muscle, like yeah. just hands. Yeah. Like anytime I've had to quality check my clothes, my girlfriend's always been there. Um, you know, just making sure everything's perfect. Like, cause I'm, I don't have the eye for it sometimes. Like when you're doing it by yourself, you miss out on things. Yeah. And yeah, my mate Max, like, um, just just packaging like when, when I've had a, a big amount of orders and I want to get them out quickly you need you need the extra hands so um maybe not for design as such or funding or photography or anything like that that's all me but when it comes to just getting things out getting things moved like you've got to appreciate like the people around yeah, you yeah bro on this topic like I, I don't really sit on that publicly but like when I do my pop-up events and stuff like your I could not do them without like my mates let me sleep on their sofa, like in yeah, London, exactly, like them yeah. help me take the banners and all the bags through London. Like, 
Like without that help, I, the brand essentially would be it, the in-person shit wouldn't be possible. Exactly. Now yeah. I'm doing the parties and stuff. To even just having like my mum like for, like yeah, drive exactly. me to the club to put all the banners up. Like have my mates help me set up. Like you know, I don't ever. I, I, I wouldn't ever delegate the design or the marketing or anything. Yeah, no, but, that's 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 your job. But, but you can't it, you can't do it without other people. No, exactly, yeah. and especially with my shoots as well. Like, um, I think there's only been one time that I've, I've kind of. Uh, like when I, re- I, I was starting a girls account at one point, it kind of flopped, I never really went through with it, but I was going to do like a separate account called OX16 Gal. Me and my girlfriend uh, were, were starting that up because it was like, I, I know nothing about uh, like female, female clothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about females. Um, nah, I, I, I know nothing about female clothing, yeah. like the proportions, and yeah. she studies fashion. So I was like, this is something we can do together and it'll just be fun. But I never went through with it. But yeah, I used, um, like it was a friend of a friend's, like these two girls modeled for me, but they, they weren't personal friends of mine. Yeah. Um, but other than that, every single time I've done a shoot, it's been my boys modeling. Yeah, yeah. And just like, I wouldn't have content if it wasn't for them. Like the hoodie I just dropped, like me and my mate, spent a day of our holiday like we went to Portugal to shoot it and we just shot for a day yeah like but otherwise I just have to like approach someone random on the street like no, I've always done my mate's super shoes like like when when I got like one of my best mates that I grew up with when like we got him in fucking GQ magazine wearing my hoodie oh that's crazy yeah we were yeah. just like you know what let's just always keep him in the shoes like he's not yeah. a model he doesn't care about going into like modelling he's just he's a tall and good looking guy yeah like, exactly yeah but he'll always be in the shoes just because like he's it's big. so funny to think that he's getting like like my friend my like friend massive said, media attention and he doesn't yeah. really care for that like. yeah like he put it on his, on his tinder <laughs> like, fair enough you, yeah. though, like fair enough um, and it was like you know I, I definitely would and like my um yeah. One of my mates, like in the in the scholarship video that blew me up, and like kind of everyone, you know, found out about the brand from. Uh, I put a picture of him wearing it in that video, but he hated the picture I put in. I didn't know he what, hated the GQ it. GQ one? No, it was one of my other mates. It wasn't a GQ picture. Oh, okay. Um, it was just from the studio, and he didn't like the picture, but I didn't know he didn't like it. And when I got viewed by like eight hundred thousand people in one day, he was like, "Damn, me saying, bro, please can you delete this." I was like, "No, it's I can't too late." Now. Yeah, 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 like. <laughs> And no one gives a fuck anyway, yeah, like no, no. watching it for the hoodies. That's so. all like in your own head, isn't it? Like, yeah. You said about the stickers, we're talking about the stickers as well. So you're doing stickers now for all the characters. Yeah, well I always did um So say I, I would drop the same sticker according to the character I was dropping. But a lot of people are wanting like like I am not planning on say releasing like the Pirates T shirt ever again. But people either want a stick like they want something yeah, off yeah, that. Yeah. So like yeah, I'm gonna be doing way more, way more stickers and shit. Like posters um, as well. Yeah, po- posters as well that I'll sell. I doubt I'm actually gonna because people want me to sell sticker packs, but I think I'm just gonna include a few stickers with every t-shirt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna start selling posters just because, like, my designs are like big and vibrant. Like, I think it would just be a nice addition to someone's room. Yeah, especially like the way like TikTok is a lot of people do like their fucking like, like, room, like room tours and shit, which yeah. is just good promotion for me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a talking point when like. Have you thought about any other products you release that aren't like um like clothes, like that kind of thing? Have you had any other thoughts? Yeah, I would release like a pop head, like a figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that'd yeah, be cool. On yourself. <laughs> so yeah, myself, yeah, self portrait. Um, only seek to get like, one of your characters done like as an actual yeah that, that's what I want to do yeah. I'd probably do like the nose head as like a you know like, the little bobblehead thing yeah. I think that'd be sick that'd be hard um, yeah 
because it's got like a big like the head is the like on this so i could do something cool with that um and get some like really cool packaging for it okay that's probably all we need to really talk about like all the main points uh i think what would be interesting is like i said to luke with veripocha like in like a year's time we'll come and do another one to kind of review like the plans you had now and whether yeah that would be now. cool like, to yeah. see where we're at like, yeah. yeah an actual studio so not just my flat yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Not, definitely not there. we've got a job coming soon yeah on the 28th i'm releasing this hoodie as well as character t-shirt and a couple of colorways but yeah this will be 7 p.m uk time 28th um, february yeah 28th february plug the socials too which where should i follow oh 16 uk on instagram, instagram and instagram. yeah, yeah. safe so, well uh so that's probably it cheers Man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>